This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Well, Hunter Biden crashed the uh, hearing today. It was uh, chaos, but not as chaotic as Chris Christie. Uh, killing himself on a hot mic. Unbelievable. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210. We have an abbreviated fourth hour for you because of Temple basketball. But, man, a lot happened this afternoon. Why well, I love Afternoon Drive. I really do. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. I do. I love it. I love being in the afternoons because, well, A, I don't know if you get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, but... Uh, that was really not bad. It was not the getting up part. It was, I just, I really love the breaking news of the afternoon. And this genre of radio where we talk about current events, I don't think there's a better time slot because everything seems to happen between the hours of 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. every single day. I mean, every day. I, you know, we do all this show prep and Matt DeSantis loads up my Evernote with all kinds of stories and I mean, our our percentage of actually getting to them is very low, but that's not because we don't try. It's because inevitably something always happens inevitably. And today's no exception. Chris Christie dropped out of the race. But more importantly than that is the fact that he got caught in hot mics, self-emulating himself, uh, castrating himself politically by trashing the one person who he could have taken credit for if she wins. And that's Nikki Haley. It's it just it's I, I'm still stunned. I'm stunned by the, this this absolute moment of political stupidity that Chris Christie would trash Nikki Haley as opposed to backing her and then hoping she pulls out a win in New Hampshire and then taking credit for it. That's I mean, that's the playbook right there. That's the play. Now that lane is closed. No pun intended. But you just shut that lane down and that's that's gone for good. I I, I Matt DeSantis, please monitor Nikki Haley's social media accounts to see if she um, says anything in her defense to what Chris Christie said. Because instead of right now Nikki Haley coming out and saying, I want to thank Chris Christie for his support. I won't let you down. Uh, um, Thank you. I'm grateful. And let's do this, New Hampshire. Instead of Christie telling the town hall in New Hampshire, hey, everybody get behind Nikki Haley and having the governor of New Hampshire happy with him and all these other people. He's just made all those people furious at him. Because he just said Nikki Haley's going to get smoked. And I think what's even worse, she's not up to it. She's not up to it. So he looks like a bitter little crybaby. And um, I, you know, I just, he, I mean, he looks like a bitter little crybaby. And this is not going to end well for him in any way, shape, or form. I just, I still can't believe it. I really, it's remarkable. 
Um, I did want to mention, though, we talk about DEI and woke and all that stuff. The University of Michigan is estimated to have over 500 DEI jobs, costing over $30 million a year, according to the Daily Wire. $30 million a year in diversity, equity, and inclusion, or die, diversity, inclusion, and equity. So I just wanted to share that with you. I was going to get into more depth about that, but I don't have a lot of time. And also, Elon Musk is battling the administrative state. You know, the government hates Elon Musk because he made Twitter a free platform for free speech, and so they want to destroy him. And I told you the government has, if they want to get you, they'll get you. And so what's happening now is that the administrative state is going after Elon Musk in, in a number of different ways. Most recently now is a regional director at the National Labor Relations Board charged SpaceX with retaliating against employees who wrote an open letter criticizing Mr. Musk. The complaint alleged that the company unfairly barred workers from discussing the letter and created an impression of surveillance by showing employees screenshots of communications between employees. Which, by the way, I know that every email I send on my Odyssey account, my work account, is subject to the review by the corporate suits. Just like my keystrokes if I'm using a corporate computer, so what's the big deal? It's you're using company resources. Yeah, the boss has a right to see what you're emailing. Otherwise, use your personal email. Um, but if the government wants to bust your chops, they'll find a way to do it. SpaceX responded with a lawsuit in federal court arguing that the board structure and administrative trials are unconstitutional. The suit leans in part on the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals SECV Jarkeski precedent. The Supreme Court heard the Securities and Exchange Commission's appeal in the case in November, and a decision is expected by June. The bottom line is this, you know, this this problem that we have of the administrative state, the executive power going after and punishing people it doesn't like politically is a major problem. And it's part of the weaponization of government. I think that this um, Wall Street Journal op-ed put it well when they said the SpaceX lawsuit also seeks to break new legal ground by taking aim at the National Labor Relations Board's combination of adjudicative legislative and executive power, which it argues violates the constitutional separation of powers and due process. The National Labor Relations Board members rule on charges brought in its administrative courts and decide whether to seek injunctive injunctive relief in federal court. And you have all these other independent agencies that do the same, by the way. Hey, Mel, Brian here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. (laughs) Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, But I'm gonna get you that budget just as soon as I... Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. 
Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And so when you have Elon Musk has the money to be able to fight back, but they're also going after him for Tesla. They're also going after him for Twitter. They're going after media who helped with the, with the Twitter files. The government is persecuted. I mean, really, like literally hunting down these journalists who helped put out the Twitter files and intimidating them and going after them. Joe Biden is always yelling about the threats to democracy. This guy is the absolute biggest threat to the republic we may have ever had in recent history. I mean that. You think about all the things his government has done, from going after Donald Trump in federal court, but punishing people, going after journalists. It's all happening under Joe Biden's presidency. This is the big story brought to you by my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. Reach out to him today for your perfect smile, VenariaDental.com. And this is the other thing, too. You have these idiots right now as we're waiting for the Court of Appeals to figure out whether or not presidents have immunity. And tomorrow, hopefully, we'll talk to John Yu about this. And you know my stance on this. If presidents don't have immunity for their actions, I want Barack Obama locked up. I want him charged with murder for murdering American citizens with drones. Okay, he'll be on with us tomorrow at 340. Excellent. Thank you, Matt. I mean, he killed American citizens with drones because he argued that they were terrorists. He didn't. These these citizens had no due process. Uh, Whether or not you agree with that or not, the point is that if presidents don't have immunity for their actions, somebody can make the argument that that was murder and try him. And then you have to have a trial. And it's ridiculous. I don't agree with the idea that presidents can be held criminally liable for their actions. There's only one way to deal with presidents, and that's Congress, period, through the impeachment clause. But here's idiot Jamie Raskin, who never ceases to amaze me with his utterly ludicrous ideas. As he says right now that Trump's lawyer's absurd argument would incentivize. I mean, this is just insane. But here we go. Cut 11. Um, well, the, the uh, presentation in the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals before the three-judge three panel was astounding. Um, Donald Trump and his lawyers essentially asserted that the president has the right to assassinate people, to kill people, um, without uh, any prospect of prosecution unless they're first uh, impeached by the House and convicted in the Senate. And of course, as a, a member of Congress, my first thought was, well, then if the president is going to order out for the assassination of his political rivals and say there's a narrow margin in the Senate of a two or three vote in the opposition party, um, what's to keep him from murdering members of the Senate to make sure that he doesn't get convicted there in order to deny a two-thirds majority? He could kill them and then uh, he can't be impeached or convicted because he's murdered his opposition and he can't be prosecuted for it because he hasn't been impeached or convicted. Now, of course, I got a better idea. I got a better idea. I got a better idea. How about Trump launches a nuke and just destroys Congress? Wouldn't I mean that to me, that's much easier than having to kill a couple senators. Why don't you just nuke the whole place? Call in a nuclear strike and just or a Moab. OK, maybe nuclear is a bit much, but drop a mother of all bombs right on Congress as they're debating your impeachment. Boom. Congress is gone. You're good. Why not? Well, I got a better idea. <laughs> 
Why not order all members of Congress who impeach him to be held at a CIA black site and tortured and waterboarded? I like that idea. Huh? Do that. Why not? This is absurd. But why not? Maybe Trump can go in like an axe murderer, like Dexter, and just start killing people that vote against his impeachment. Uh, the... It hurts my brain. Sometimes it really does. These hypotheticals, they really hurt my brain. I think if a president <clears throat> tried to assassinate members of the Senate who were going to vote to impeach him or remove him, I'd say, from office, I kind, I sort of feel like that would have consequences. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you get off scot-free for that one. I think everybody could agree on that point. If you murdered members of the Senate who were debating your your impeachment, whether or not to convict you, I, I kind of feel like that would maybe have some blowback. I, what do I know? I'm old school. What do I know? Maybe not. Maybe it'd be fine. Be a le- it'd be a lesson to all of you. See, what I'd do if I were Trump is i walk in. Remember the time he said I could shoot somebody in Fifth Avenue and get away with it? I'd walk in with a gun. And I would just pop him right there and <laughs> turn around and uh, let that be a lesson to the rest of you. In fact, why not just on day one just start killing senators? You know what I mean? There's, you have to worry about it. Really, on day one, go in there and kill all the senators that don't like you in case they ever have to vote to uh, remove you as president. And say, let that be a lesson to you. And if any of you people try to impeach me, you're next. I'm coming for you next. Do it yourself. I like that idea even better. I mean, that could be a fun movie. How about I make that the sequel to White House Cocaine Dogs? And escape from Georgia. (laughs) The president just goes on a killing spree. Kills the entire opposition on the off chance they may impeach him one day. And just turns around and like, like I'm talking outlaw Josie Wales style. I want him to shoot him and then literally blow the end of the gun. Like the smoke, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) turn around and say, now you try and impeach me. Impeach this. And I pull out like two Colt 45s. I can peach this. Maybe just go full on Matrix. So like, you know, the, the guns out. I walk down the, you know, the State of the Union address. Just start popping senators left and right. <laughs> Someone's going to steal this idea uh, too. I Damn it. I got to keep these ideas in my head. You got to keep them to yourself. At the first State of the Union address, if I were president, here's what I would do. I would... Pull a gun from my waist, and I would aim it at the speaker behind me, who's a Democrat, blow her brains out, and turn around and go, all right, now, who's not voting for my budget? Raise your hand. I'm untouchable, baby. Try to impeach me now. You don't have a speaker. Aha. Let that be a lesson to you. And then take out a knife and kill my own vice president. Right? And then, see, at that point, you can't even take me out. So who's going to be vice president now, huh? Boom. Got this done. Who's next? And if anybody tries to kill me, I have a Secret Service agent to kill them. You see? This is the best horror movie I've ever heard in my life. What do we call this? We need a, we need a snappy title. Uh, should we get Jamie Raskin involved? He seems to... He does have a great imagination unfold. for yeah. these things, right? Yeah. I feel like he at least deserves some sort of producer credit for coming up with the idea. Yeah, I think that's fair. Maybe we call it... Um, like Raskin's Rising or something. <laughs> I th- whatever the title Raskin's is. Raskin's Redemption. <laughs> I feel like it has to be Rich Zioli and Jamie Raskin present. 
I like that. Yeah. I would I would do that. And then it, it, I think I'm. It's more of a limited streaming series. I think on Netflix is how I envision this versus a full length feature film. <laughs> you know, and like and and at every state of the union, the president could come in with more ways to try to kill members of Congress. And they all sit there. They've got like they're wearing like beekeeper outfits and metal. They're wearing body armor. <laughs> Dressed like knights. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying the president. As he walks down the aisle, you know, they always try to be in the aisle seats to shake his hand. They're all stepping further away. Hey, get over here and shake my hand. And one of them puts his hand out, president chops it off. Ah! How are you going to vote for impeachment now when you can't hit the buzzer? You can't hit the vote button. B. Take that. I like This is the most brilliant idea I've ever had. <laughs> the president's just complete madman, <laughs> complete lunatic. This one is not exclusive. Uh, your idea, though, we have to give some credit to Jamie. Rask. Fine, I'll give Ra- fine. And then I want Fidel Castro's son, Justin Trudeau, to, to no. do the eulogy. We believe at the here at the Rich Zioli Show that Justin Trudeau is the son of Pierre Trudeau, and definitely not Fidel Castro. Allegedly. But as today has gotten to be one of the craziest days in political history where we heard a member of Congress bring up the word D-picks at a congressional hearing, Chris Christie self-emolulated himself um, and destroyed his political career on a hot mic. We unearthed this eulogy that Justin Trudeau gave many years ago to Fidel Castro. And uh, I wanted to share a little bit of this with you today, since we have an abbreviated show anyway. Why not? So, take a listen. On behalf of Sophie, our children, and myself, as well as all Canadians, I want to offer our deepest condolences on the death of Fidel Castro to the Castro family and to the people of Cuba. Now, don't you think that sounds like something a son would say? (laughs) (laughs) He went on to praise him and go on and on about what a great guy he was and so I'm just wondering, I mean, it just sounds to me something like a son would say, like, yeah, my dad was a ruthless dictator and all, but still my dad, love him, you know what I mean? <laughs> Johnny Cook likes the idea of a baseball bat. Okay, all right, so that'll be like the scene from The Untouchables. Remember the scene in The Untouchables when Al Capone has the baseball bat and just beats that guy to death with the baseball bat in front of everybody? That's what the president should do. What would stop the president <laughs> just turning around? <laughs> just swinging wildly at everybody. I'm picturing this like a like a they live situation. Like I only came here to do two things: <laughs> be president and hit people with bats. <laughs> just turns around and beats the speaker to death with a bat on live television. <laughs> turns around. <laughs> We're going to do things a little differently from now on. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> Jamie Raskin, you're brilliant. I love you. <laughs> I do. I think you're fantastic. I do. I really do. I Is he our new f- me- uh, favorite member of Congress? <laughs> might he be. Past uh, Hank Johnson? He might be. Jamie Raskin might be my new... F- I have tears in my eyes right now coming up with all kinds of scenarios. <laughs> the president's just going to kill his- there should be a chainsaw scene also. <laughs> President puts on a hockey mask, whips out a chainsaw. He's Leatherface. Just, yeah, Leatherface. 
<laughs> starts <laughs> impeach this <laughs> I got I gotta stop all right I can't even I'm gonna drive home uh thank you JB Raskin thank you and thank you Chris Christie for the hot mic moment thank you for all of it uh have a great rest of your night tonight we have got temple basketball but we'll be back tomorrow for a full show from 3 to 7 p.m. In the meantime, please come up with your creative ways for the president to kill members of Congress who want to impeach him. Submit all your requests to uh, ridiculousmovieideas at gmail.com. In the meantime, on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, thank you so much for listening. Farewell to Chris Christie. It's been real. What a swan song. See you on the beach. Thank you. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. And on the free Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.